Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are live. Welcome to a post-game show. CK podcast on the Cowbell Kingdom Basketball Zone YouTube channel. Bro, I still got this cough. And it's getting better right now because the Kings won. And I got two water bottles right next to me. But a 128-124 victory always alleviates my soul, brother. How you doing? <laughs> I've been hanging out with you too much, bro. I, I Over New Year's, I had a horrible cold. I was in bed two days straight. Hanging out too much to me via Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, dude, this virus can... is contagious. Let's yeah, let's hope these wins are contagious too, right? <laughs> facts. Facts. We we need these consecutive dubs for sure. So let's get this out of the way. De'Aaron Fox gets injured. I don't know what to think of it. It's really a wait and see type thing, but what do the Kings do if he is or if he does miss some games start Tyrese man there's he's nice the, the the evidence is there I think there's if he, if 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 it's between Corey Joseph and it's not even close Tyrese, then we have a call already yeah we do but we're not taking calls yet we're not taking calls yet y'all later 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 uh, if if Fox is out man Tyrese deserves a start okay Okay, so before we get into all this, again, huge shout out to Valley Tire Center and Radio Tire Wholesale in Walnut Grove. That's their new location, sister location. Shout out to them. Always supporting the Cowboy Kingdom platform. Make sure you get some brakes today or if you want some rotors or if you want to get an oil change, Valley Tire Center is the place to go. No calls right now, bro. No calls right now. You can call them at 530-666-9601. Also, shout out to Noche Nude for this dope, dope jean jacket I got on. And obviously, uh, uh, oh. new music. You know me. We ain't tanking in Sacramento, man. The only tanking we doing is having fish tanks behind me. And I got three of them. Damn. Facts. They, they just want to talk about Tyrese already, bro. <laughs> they keep calling, man. They keep calling. Uh, E-Man, Tyrese Halliburton, this dude is a rookie of the year, hands down. Now, if he was in New York, because I kind of listened to the Zach Lowe podcast last night while I was doing the dishes. Mm -hmm. and, and, yeah, I do do some dishes, uh, believe it or not. Respect. I actually do most of the dishes. Uh, <laughs> shout out to my wife. Uh, sounds like a hubby. 
Yeah, I was I was listening to it, and they were talking about Emmanuel. No disrespect to you, bro, but Emmanuel quick quickly, and he may be okay. But if he wasn't, if Tyrese was in New York, he would be the talk of the NBA right now. But because he's not, they're talking about average players like Emmanuel quickly. Not again, no disrespect to him. He's a good player. He's he's a nice rookie. He's doing good things for the Knicks. But Tyrese Halliburton is above and beyond every rookie in this class right now. He is impacting victories, which is the most important thing. And he's proven it. No turnovers tonight. Hell of a basketball game. What did you see tonight, E-Man? I thought he was simply amazing, man. The, these, if, if these two last, if the last two games don't tell you how much the Kings need a playmaker like Tyrese Halliburton, then, then we got some problems, man, because Tyrese has shown how valuable he is to this team and how ahead of, ahead of the game he is compared to his peers among him, honestly. Like, he just knows he has tendency. He tips the ball. He knows when he when he goes for a rebound, he knows where his guys are at, where he can tip the ball back if he's in position to get a rebound, an offensive rebound. Give Buddy another look to get that three again. And it's just like, dude, I, I, I felt like I was watching Luca, like in all seriousness. Yeah. I was like, this is Luca out here. So it was uh, – and, Ty, and Tyrese is going to be special in his own way because – yeah. You know, he's, he's he's doing it on both ends of the floor. So, you know, I was hyped about, of course, Luca's you know, ability to shoot the ball and pull up from anywhere. But Tyrese knows when to pull up. You know, if he sees someone sagging or playing, going under screens or something like that, then he knows he's going to pull the trigger and make the defense pay. And I love that, that he'll go ahead and pull the trigger 30 feet out. <laughs> I don't care right. how far it is. I- <clears throat> I know someone, Sean, has a quick question. Why do you think Hassan Whiteside doesn't play? I'll let you answer this because you were the one tweeting out about hard-hedging guys, and I followed up with the question to Luke Walton in the press conference, but I think that's a big reason why because he's not capable of hard-hedging because he's so slow laterally, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and they were trying it, like you said, bro. Luke tried it in the first half. They were exposed with Bagley, who's pretty quick, with Holmes, who's pretty quick, and Holmes got two quick fouls early. Um, Belita is slow, so I mean that may have part of the reason why it wasn't working in terms of rotations. Um, but Hassan is like a whole nother level of slow, and it's just it's just it's just the new NBA, man. Like if you're not gonna go zone, you know, against a team like like they did last game, you know, Bulls Bulls were hitting today, bro. They were hitting threes and you couldn't afford to put Hassan in and play zone because when you play zone, you're going to give up threes. And I'm okay with Hassan going in if you know you're going to play zone. Yeah, they were 14 to 40 tonight from 3. Yeah, and and most of those were in the first half. Like they stopped and they started attacking the rim in the second half. Which if you weren't going to hedge hard anymore and you were just going to sink I think there was there was an opportunity for Whiteside to come in, but beats me why he didn't show up. Yeah, and I think to clarify that question to Luke was I was mostly talking about the second half. As you said, he did hard hedge in the first half, and I think he'll point that out tomorrow while putting some B-roll of uh, me asking the question just to give people some context of how they did a great job on Devin Booker, and that really threw Devin Booker off his game you would seemingly see him frustrated because he was like, man, what do I do? Every time I touch the ball, they're taking that out of my hands or they're making it very difficult by contesting my shots. He was rattled until 
their coach adjusted, and then they started doing flex cuts and more down pins so he can get the ball mostly in the paint or in that when that free throw line extended. That's where he was getting the ball. And, you know, tonight they were hard hedging, and they kind of gave up on it, right, where they could have just kept going because Kobe White killed them. He, he legit killed them tonight, and he was going downhill easily. So I thought that was a great opportunity. And, you know, Luke, which I'll play the, the soundbite right now off, off of your Twitter account, he he said that he tried it or they, they thought about doing it again. But in, in my two cents, they kind of gave up on it, right? They, they really did. And, and I, in my opinion, I don't think – I don't think – you know, you give up on it at the half. I say, you know, let's try it again because these guys got hot. You know, if you give up on it because the guys on the bench got hot or the guys shooting threes got hot, then then you stopped. Okay, then why didn't you adjust to the guys being hot in the second half? That's my question. Like, go back and stop them because they were they were keeping the Bulls in the game. Like, Kobe White was walking to the rim, you know, without anybody touching him. And if he did, he... I got so mad when Bagley fell on the ground when Kobe White took it to him. Oh my I was God, like, I was so Bagley, pissed. Bro, if you let another point guard push you on the floor again, I'm going to get so frustrated. Like, you were a big guy. Make him feel you. And and, and on top of that, bro, like Belita and Glenn Robinson, I seen so many soft, like such soft defense. It's like, I, I'm just like desperate to be like, dude, like slap the ball down. They're just standing up. They're just. They're not trying to get a foul. They're just standing up there, and it's soft. And it's soft. I, I I think they can play a lot tougher than that. Yeah. So let's play that soundbite real uh, real quick. Um, you guys did such a good job at hedging hard on Devin Booker against the Suns and Jared other guys to beat you that night. But tonight, Zach Levine, Kobe White, consistently got to the rim very easily in the pick and roll. Did you ever think of adjusting and hedging hard with your bigs when they touch the ball? We did. Uh, go go back in the in the first half. It's a good point that we did we did a nice job on Booker with that stuff, um, and we did it a lot in the first half. And they hit ten threes on us because they were. I mean, they, everyone else was getting. Uh, I'm sorry, we did it on Levine. We weren't doing it on Kobe, but uh, Levine was doing a nice job of getting off the ball, and their bigs were just rolling and swinging it to the weak side, and they just had us in rotation all night. So uh, we continued to discuss it, um, but the decision came down to look if these guys are shooting the ball like this. Uh, at least Levine's having to, you know, take contested two pointers over their their other guys getting uh, road, uh, rhythm threes. And uh, again, that's why I give them credit. They they put pressure on your defense, but we we did, we 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 were blitzing, we were hard showing, uh, we were reading. We tried pretty much all the all the coverages we had. We threw at them. And to his credit, he's a very good player. Uh, he was making the right reads on him. Go ahead, E-Man. And, okay, if you abandoned Chip, right, he was knocking down jumper after jumper after jumper after jumper over Buddy Heald. And Buddy, um, Buddy's a smaller guy. Levine jumps high, and his shooting point is high. Like, you need a taller guy. Hence, you have a guy in Harrison Barnes right next to you who was guarding Porter. Or De- or Daniel Benzel, but Buddy's strong. Buddy can guard those guys now because he's strong, right? Put Buddy on them, put Barnes on Zach Levine, and and now you have at least some length. Put Tyrese Halliburton on him, you have some length. 
but Tyrese was guarding Kobe White because that was right. another assignment in itself. But on the point of Zach Levine, bro, you should not have Buddy guarding him from the from the you know from one baseline to another just to get another jump shot over him. And he, his point was we'd live with that. No, I, I wasn't living with that. You're making Buddy look bad. Like you're 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 like setting him up for failure. You know, if you put Buddy on on a on a stronger guy like uh, like uh, Van Zell or or the other uh, small forward HB was guarding, yep. I think Buddy has more success, and I think HB has more success guarding Levine. And I don't know why he didn't make the switch to like the last two minutes of the game. HB finally started guarding Levine, but then Levine would start switching and make Holmes guard him. Right. And Holmes shut down the game from there. Like Holmes was taking so either he would foul Levine or he would make Levine miss. And Holmes won that game at the end. Shouldn't, yeah. have, but it shouldn't be that close, honestly. Zach Levine, thirteen and twenty-four from the field, three of eleven, <laughs> three of eleven from beyond the arc, seven rebounds, three assists, three turnovers, thirty-two points. Kobe White, thirty-six points, seven assists, three rebounds, four and nine from three, fifteen of twenty-three. And to me, man, again, thirty-six points for Kobe White. He's a good player, but. He should not be scoring 36 points on you like that. And again, that's where you blitz him. That's where you adjust and you make Patrick Williams, the number four pick, Otto Porter, who had three points, won the five from three. Make him prove he can hit a shot. Make him shoot the ball. Please make him shoot the ball. Also, Wendell Carter, who I love, he shot no threes, four and nine, 11, 17 boards. He's a monster for sure. But again, make someone else beat you, man. Wendell was doing a really, really good job of catching it, knowing who's going to rotate and just tossing it without even looking. He's he already smart, knew bro. He's smart. someone's going to rotate on me. I'm going to give it. Like, he was like a Spurs player, honestly. But he, that was what he was supposed to do that. But then, one more thing from the Kings someone rotate to the baseline. So that way, baseline guy gives it to the wing. And you live with wing shots. So that's the farthest shot in the game. Live with those, not the corner threes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rashawn Holmes, you just mentioned him, 10, 10 and 11. The only shot he missed was a three, which I thought was a good shot because he needed to take the shot, and it almost went in. That was his only miss, eight rebounds, five assists, five turnovers, but 24 points, exceptional defense. My gosh. To, to you, he was your MVP over Tyrese tonight, right? Yes, sir, man. Like, my God. Like, we are so fortunate. The Kings are so fortunate to have Rashawn Holmes on, on their defense. And and he takes pride in doing it. Like the dude rolled his ankle and said, "Oh, I Don't got PTSD watching that." I, I was I was like, Ugh. "Yeah." Luke Luke said that once he was looking at Holmes like, "You do, you need a break." Holmes like, "If you take me out, bro, we're having problems." Like, do not take me out. Like, I'm on a roll right now. Yep. And bro, I have so much respect for Rashawn Holmes, bro. My gosh. I know people are really commenting on Kojo again. I was commenting on Twitter. He's had a really bad season. He just does things that irritates you. To me, if he would just play his role. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, bring the ball up the court, hand it off in a dribble handoff or in pistol action. I'd be okay with it. But the fact that he likes to dribble out 10 seconds out of a shot clock and then 
put Harrison Barnes or Buddy Heald in the bad situation with the shot clock running down, it really pisses me off, man. And a lot of people are pointing that out. I've been pointing that out for this is the second year. I've been pointing that out for two years now. That part of his game hasn't changed. And, you know, I'm happy that he's at least attempting the shots now, right, where he would not even take the shots last year because he lacked a lot of confidence. But tonight he was he was 0 of 3 from beyond the arc, 3 of 10 overall, 7 points, 2 turnovers. Not a good game, right? Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, bro, Kojo couldn't – he was getting blown by Levine just like Buddy was. Just Levine's an athlete, and he's, he's quick, he's explosive. Corey's not built to, to guard that guy. And and Kobe White is the, like a young gun, man. He's explosive too. And he's shifty. He get, You know, he can move horizontally, vertically. And Kojo just couldn't stay in front of guys today. And, and with, with screens, you know, I think if you hedge hard – Kojo would have had a chance, you know, to guard uh, Kobe White today. Uh, that's what that's what I, I I do trust Kojo more than Kyle Guy. Uh, I even trust him more than Glenn Robinson. Like even watching Glenn on defense today, I was like, no, he's he just he just doesn't get it. Like Kojo, like I respect him. Like he know he understands what's happening and he tries. He's just, just physically slow. not able to yeah. get there. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm saying like if you. When you have an assistance, when you have home step up, stop the dribbler for like half a second. Kojo can come up and close it, and then keep guarding him. So, um, offensively, I like I don't want a lot from Kojo offensively. You know, sit in the corner, wait for a shot. If it comes to you, shoot it. That's it. Right. That's it. You know, Th- that, that's it. that's that's literally it. That's exactly how he should play. For some reason, Luke hasn't made it easier for him in that way which bugs me and i pointed out today in today's film session if y'all haven't watched it make sure you watch it it's the game against the rockets the third quarter lots of good stuff there horrible game by bagley but again today he was a lot better because he got shots how in the pick and roll exactly how i was talking about that is such a simple play, and when you have such a gifted passer like Tyrese Halliburton or De'Aaron Fox, it's gonna work, man. And for them not to keep going to it, if it's not broke, you know, if if it's not broken, don't fix it and make them stop you. Make them change how you play until they stop you. And that's my biggest thing with Luke and a lot of NBA teams, really. But to me, man, if I see it working. If they start cheating on it, hey, guess what? I'm going to swing it to the other side of the floor. That's how I play, though. Great question by Cody on the comments and reactions. He said, honest question, does part of the blame for a half-court offense problems land on Fox? I get Bagley has issues in the pick and roll, but Halliburton seems to be able to make it work. Go ahead, E-Man. I mean, well, no, because right now the defense is – go under screens on Halliburton, just like they go under screens on Fox. Mm-hmm. So the defense isn't really changing. Um, to me, it's just, honestly, to me, it's just Bagley wanting to do that. And I talked about that today. He needs to want to set screens, which he's awful at. So is Belly. But he's so awful at that. And you guys can see the lack of chemistry between him and Buddy. It's like every time Buddy grabs a ball, 
he sets like a slip screen, not even a true screen, and that bugs Buddy so much because now he brought the second defender on him, and he and he doesn't roll, which is the worst part. And you just see the constant like him yelling at him, and just like bro, he just hasn't yeah. learned. And with Tyrese, he was he he was doing his job. Why can't he embrace that role? Embrace Rashawn Holmes. Watch how your teammate plays. I talked about that. Please watch Rashawn Holmes. He's right in front of you. You you know, in film session, in practice, during a game, embrace that role. I know it's not sexy, but it works and it's efficient and it's effective, and that's what fans want. Yeah, yeah, that's true, bro. I mean, I've seen one good pick and roll between Buddy and Bagley. I think everyone remembers that. Like in like, two years. Yeah, it ended up in a dunk. And, like, when you think about it, you have one of the best shooters mm-hmm. and you have a high flyer. Like, Willie Collistein made that work a lot of times with Buddy. Why can't it work with, with, with Bagley? Like, I just feel like Bagley's like, no, I don't want you to score. I want to score. If Fumble's going to get a bucket, I'm going to get a bucket. Yep. Give it back to me. Yep. And Buddy's like, no, 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 no. If I'm going to get a bucket... You know, if anybody's going to get a bucket, I'm going to get a bucket. <laughs> and then you roll, buddy. <laughs> it's oh, crazy man. to watch that. It's, it's, it's awkward. And and I sense it with Fox, too, bro. Like, Fox and, and the Fox and uh, Bagley pick and rolls, I feel like Bagley just assumes Fox is just going to either deny the screen and head to the rim with the full head of steam. Or not give it back up to to Bagley, to Bagley. I think I think Bagley senses who wants to give him the ball back, right? Um, and because Bag- Tyrese is Buddy's gonna want to shoot the all ball. about that. Because <laughs> Buddy's gonna huh? want to shoot the ball. Yeah, Buddy wants to shoot the ball, and Fox is really good at drawing fouls in the paint recently. Like he's he's becoming legit at it, and he, I love it. That's like a form of defense in yep. attacking. So I want that. And I Bagley, bro, like if, if Bagley wants buckets, he knows how to get them, man. Go back, get an offensive rebound, and smash the ball back in there like you were your rookie season. I promise you it works. And hold the ball up here, please. Stop oh. bringing the ball down to where you allow a guard to swipe at it. Stop. Bro, there are bad moments, and then there are tendencies. He has a horrible tendency of bringing the ball down. But he was not playing well. He made a lot of turnovers. But then he got that four-point play. That somewhat saved his game. Agree or disagree, you man? <laughs> He's saving the best for last. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I I thought it. I mean, in, in all honesty, he's been having a rough season. Like, he's shooting the worst he's shot in his, right. you know, his whole career. And that's just the type of looks he's getting, man. Like I can, I can right now. I can go back and tell you most of the shots he's taking are pull-ups or off or coming off dribble handoffs. Like twenty percent of those are catch and shoot. And when it's a catch and shoot, it's a it's like eighty percent chance it's going in. And he hasn't gotten looks like that. It's the quality like, of shots. I keep talking about this. It's yeah. not a secret, y'all. It's easy to see the end result. You see the end result, and you're like, oh. He was 2-9. He sucks. He's not having a good year. Why is it that Steph Curry continues to get great looks on a team where, again, we talked about this on the Instagram Live last game when they got blown out by the Warriors. He's playing with four non-shooters. Wiseman, Wiggins, Draymond, Kelly Oubre, who Kelly Oubre, who had two threes going into that game. He had four against the Kings. 
just happened. Everybody hit on all cylinders. But again, the quality of shots that Steph Curry gets without Klay Thompson is an embarrassment of riches. And it's something that the Kings should take. They should want to get Buddy open like that because they know that when he gets a clean look, like you said, it's 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 going in, man. It's 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 and if it doesn't go in, it's gonna give his his big men a shot to offensive rebound because his misses are soft. That's what great shooters do. They miss soft. So you have to see how he what type of shots he's getting. And he's not getting good shots in the half court set. He gets his clean looks where? In transition, where the Kings are great at when they push the tempo. That's where he gets great shots. And unfortunately, Luke hasn't figured that out in, what is this, year two? He hasn't figured it out, and it's upsetting. Yeah, it really is, man. And <clears throat> I, I, they need to figure it out for buddy season to turn around. Or, or just we, me, and you, and other media just have to educate, you know, the fans that it's the quality looks and the player personnel. Now, me, I expect Buddy to hit pull-ups. I expect sure. Buddy to hit For shots sure. off of dribble handoffs, and he needs to fix that. And, and that's just me to be honest. I expect Buddy to make those because I consider him one of the best shooters in the league. And now a lot of players can catch and shoot, and I don't think Buddy is just a catch-and-shoot player. But I do think he deserves more catch-and-shoot looks for this team. Yep. And, and and that's just like you can consider it a run game. Like once you get the run game going, once you get the catch-and-shoot game going – then you can start doing other things. Once he sees the ball go in right. from a catch and shoot like two times in a row, That's I right. promise you he's going to do a heat check and do a pull-up, and it's either going to go in or out, but he's going to feel it. And that's how you get Buddy to go with the catch and shoot. Not, oh, dribble handle, dribble handle, pull-up, 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 and he's missing all these shots, and he waits like today. That are I don't contested. Think he's ever, he's, I don't think he's ever going to lose his confidence, but, I mean, he's, he's in a – keep getting these bad looks and he's going to have continue to have a bad season and, and and me looking out for buddy. I was like, no, I, I don't, I don't want the season to turn out like that where you just buddy had a bad season. No, he's had bad looks, man. We need to get him better looks. Then he'll get going. Yeah. Noah is right now in the comments brought up a good point, which I don't agree with, but I'm going to read it anyway. He said, Leo Curry runs circles around buddy. That might be some on play calling, but Curry never stands still. The fact that he doesn't stand still is part of their offense, though. If you really think about it, he knows that if he keeps moving, the ball will keep moving because he has a great playmaker in Draymond that's always looking for him. And to be honest, the way that sets screens is bullcrap because anytime Rashawn Holmes sets that exact screen for Buddy Hill to get open, and we've seen it on multiple occasions where Buddy gets open and he hits a shot, and the shot doesn't count because they call it a moving screen on Rashawn Holmes, that's an embarrassment because they always, always allow Draymond, Looney, any of their bigs to move their feet and not be set. But when it comes to Rashawn Holmes and how they want to set it up, Buddy, they always want to be ticket-tacky about that, man. And it bugs me so much. It, it, that You're spot on, bro. Like, they get so ticky-tacky. And today it happened again. Another, it was on defense, but a ticky-tack foul on Rashawn Holmes. It's just, it's not fair. It's not fair because I, I watch Kevin Looney. Kevin Looney's like the freaking OG of setting, you know, illegal screens to get Curry open. And he gets away with it. And it's amazing. And But there, there's players that got to be willing to do that. That's like... That's like Tyrese will like he just wants to pass. Like today, I marked it down. I'm gonna bring it up. 
Tyrese hit a, a off-ball screen for Barnes to get an open three. Like, something you expect a big to do. He went out there while the ball was on the, on the other side of the court. Tyrese had a, a, a screen right in front of Barnes. So anyone trying to contest, Barnes has to get through Tyrese. And Barnes knocked it down. I'm like, that's the type of basketball, unselfish basketball, you need for your shooters. You know, for Barnes, for Buddy, for Belitza, for Bagley. Bagley, Bagley continues to shoot well for Bagley. But you got to have guys like Tyrese, like Fox, like Holmes, guys who and Kojo who aren't the shooters. They got to come in and give those off screens to get these guys better looks. Okay, Javier says what I don't like about Buddy uh, than Curry is that Buddy isn't ball, he isn't a ball handler like Curry, and he makes a lot of bad shooting, and bad decision making. Okay, you guys watch the Miami Heat. I'm sure a lot of you guys watch the bubble. If y'all see that. Duncan Robinson, strictly a shooter, how they use him is exactly how the Kings can use Buddy. Now, that's optional. That's on Luke Walton, man. There, there are multiple ways to get creative in a half-court set. These are professional athletes who are really damn good at basketball. Don't tell me you can't find quality looks that are just basic basic sets for Buddy Heald. To not even touch the ball, like, Duncan Robinson doesn't even dribble the ball. He literally runs, and they set so many down screens for him. Bam knows how to get him. Bam moves a lot, too, and they don't call anything on him. But And that's a whole different story. But still, they find ways to use him without ever dribbling. And to be honest, Buddy has become a, a solid playmaker. In the pick and roll, when this shot's going, and he actually has a good screen set for him, he can find you on the dime, and he does it all the time with Rashawn. He just can't do it with Bagley. Because Bagley Wait. don't set good screens. But, uh, but I. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I do understand when player, when fans get frustrated at for his sure, play, me too. play making ability, because... And especially in transition, it's where he really frustrates me when he when he's the one bringing the ball down. I hate that. He's, he's not a good finisher. Nope. Because he, he can't finish, doesn't jump that high, and he's not an elite dribbler. And yep. he, and he's he's not the best passer either. Like like he just makes silly turnovers. Like they, it's a fast break, and you give the ball right back. That's when there's got to be a rule like give it to your ball handler, like give it to Tyrese, give it to Fox. Don't, Don't give it a coach. That's what I'm saying. Like when you when you look at this offseason, when you look at the draft, this is your this is your opportunity to improve. It's that Kojo. Uh, ideally, when you move into transition next year, this is the type of guy you want for when you guys do have in transition play and you Fox is on the Fox is on the floor, Tyrese is on the bench, Buddy's dribbling it. Who can he give it up if Fox is on the other side of the court or he's the last one down there? Then you got to give it to someone else. You get what I'm saying? And next year, I'm going after Cody Martin. When you, or you find someone like that in the draft, you know what I mean. So it doesn't have to be a superstar, man. You can find a guy who's in a fit in your system because you already know what you got. You already got a winning system. You know, you just need to plug and play.
thousand percent. A thousand percent. Kevin Fernandez says, is Tyrese more of a natural point guard than Fox? What do you think? I have my reservations for that. I think Fox is an exceptional <laughs> point guard. I just feel like Bagley doesn't set good screens when he plays with, with, with Fox. Honestly, this is me being honest. And when he played... Well, he's played a very few games, just in general, his whole career, and he's played very few games with Tyrese. And tonight, it looked good. But guys who understand the concept of set a pick, a good pick, roll, is an egotistical thing because all bigs can do it. They they choose not to, and he chooses not to because he loves to camp out. So I've seen so many high-level reads by Darren Fox. It's not even funny. So to say that he's a better playmaker... I think they're both really good, but I I gotta give the edge to Fox right now. Yeah, well, I, I think Halliburton has it in him to. Halliburton, if we're just looking at the rookie seasons, like trying to remember back, I think Halliburton is off to better, a better yeah. start. Yeah, than for Fox. Sure. Um, but Fox wasn't playing that much, though. You know, like Luke has given him all the trust in the world. To make mistakes, although he hasn't made many, <laughs> but it just again yeah. it's different situations. But Fox is a hell of a playmaker too, though. Yeah, I think they're both they're both really good playmakers. Um, to say who's a more which this team needs. Hint, hint. Luka Doncic. <clears throat> uh, now his name is Tyrese Halliburton, bro. So there you go. The NBA. No, guys. but I just want to you know make it very clear. Of when you know the idea of of you not being able to have two point guards, guy who's six eight, you know Tyree six six, big guards who can play multiple positions. For people to say it wouldn't work, it's just a joke. And I'm so so happy Tyrese is just breaking that fake notion, that false narrative that it wouldn't have worked because yeah. it could have. Yeah, bro, you're seeing it. You're seeing it right now. You're seeing it in in Halliburton. Um, and it's a tough, it's a good discussion to say who's the better playmaker. I think they're both uh, going to be elite playmakers in the league in the future for a long time. Me too. I mean, Fox just has a different way to to make plays. You know, when I can see Fox demanding double teams, how about that? Like Fox can demand double teams and he can play make like that. I don't think I can see Halliburton demanding double teams because he he can't have the ball in his hands very long. He's more of a I catch, I pass, or I shoot like just decision, decision, decision. Quick decisions. And, and Fox is like, I can dribble the lights out, command double teams, and no one's still gonna stop me. I'm Fox can play like double. Harden. Like Fox can be that type of guy. Yeah, exactly. And and, and we'll, we just need to see is him do it consistently or aggressively for a game for a quarter. And and he's been able to do it. Like I've noticed him do it in, to finish out third quarters. Fox just turns the lights on, bro, and he just becomes this aggressive animal. In like the last two minutes, he just gets buckets to the last second. Cody said, "I'm scared that Bagley got a taste of the three ball going in tonight, and is going to let it fly the next few games." Hey, yeah. he was shooting after the game too, bro. He didn't let it stop flying. <laughs> he was three of five, but his misses were bad though. Like. Those two misses were, were – one was an air ball for sure. Give him, give him some credit, Leo. He's been having a rough week, bro. A rough 2021. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I just – as Cody said, I don't want him getting comfortable doing it. Like, he shouldn't be taking five threes. 
I'm coming with him taking two threes a game. But his game is inside. He can easily get 10 points off of just putbacks and just okay, okay, doing well, work. How many, how many rebounds did he have? And congratulate him on that. Oh, for sure. 12 rebounds. Hell of a game. Hell of a game. But again, Cody brought up the point that he's scared that he he's going to start shooting too much and just get too comfortable with it. Again, that's that's a mindset. And we know he has those tendencies already. So yeah. to give him a, a false notion, oh, man, I went 3-5. I'm going to shoot again. Again, obviously, that's up to Luke. If, if Luke feels like it's excessive, he's, he's going to pull him out because he has a great option in Rashawn Holmes. But I just want... I really want Bagley to succeed. And the way he's going to succeed in this league is being Rashawn Holmes. Literally. It's being Rashawn Holmes. He needs to play that type of ball game for the Kings to win games. The rest, all this nonsense and all this outside noise, it's going to go away, man. He just needs to do this with, you know, with just more of him playing within the flow of an offense and not saying, get out the way, y'all. I'm Zebo. Like, no, like, I don't want to see that anymore. Yeah, I agree. I think um, in preseason, I wanted to see Bagley get three isolation plays a, a quarter. Like, I would be okay with him getting two, three iso plays. But after seeing him, like, what is it, the past four games, uh, I take it back, bro. I do not want to see him do any more isolation yeah. plays. Me too. He can, he can work on it again next offseason. And try again. You know, Willie's still working, and he just got to start. He's got to get stronger. He's, He's got to get yeah, stronger. Exactly. He's got to get stronger. He's got to fix those tendencies of bringing the ball down. Like, watch Barnes. Like, dude, you're not there yet. You're not – like, it, it's clear to me. Barnes Bagley, is the only guy. Bagley is not there yet to take a play where he can go ISO, yep. you know, and try to take it to the paint. Get rebounds. Play good – be an anchor on defense. Get putbacks, get catch and shoots. You know, I'm okay with him getting, you know, some jump shots. Uh, not too many, of course. You got Belly, who, who's known as a sniper. Why, why would you want Bagley doing that? Yep. You know, like, like your boy, like the comment just said, you don't want him getting addicted to shooting. You know, so um, next season, next off season, work on it again, or this season, you know, you don't got to stop. Like, keep working on it in practice. For sure. Get, for sure. Get elite at it in the off season. And try it again next time, or try it again later in the year. But from what I'm seeing, I do not want him going ISO right now. Great, great point by DB in the comments. He said, Tyrese may look like a better natural point guard right now because other teams haven't fully scouted on Tyrese's tendencies yet like they have with Fox. That's a magnificent, magnificent observation. I agree a thousand percent with that. You know, there's a lot of sophomores who go through a sophomore slump. I'm not saying it's going to happen with Tyrese. And I hope it doesn't happen, obviously, for the for the betterment of this organization. But his IQ is off the charts. But, yeah, that's a great point. I agree because you really don't have much tape on him. I, I, I honestly, bro, I disagree because okay. IQ is unstoppable. IQ for is sure. read and react, read and react, read and react. You've had plenty of tape on Luka and how many people are stopping Luka. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's still dominating the league. You know, but and Tyrese had, is putting up silly numbers like no turnovers a game. Like that's that's crazy. There's been games where he's had he does have turnovers. I mean, he's had and, like two, three, and one was because Buddy gave him the ball. Yeah, yeah, and and like I said, the just the way he plays is read and react. Right. You know, it's it's more. It's not 
Fox, where Fox is going to command double teams or command. You That's know, where you get in trouble with uh, with the turnovers. Like, exactly. The, what I see Tyrese, the only thing maybe I see him creating turnovers is when he jumps and passes. Yeah, that's like one. Like he shoots or goes for a layup and drops it off. That's probably the only thing he's going he's gonna to have. But knowing Tyrese so far, if he sees that, he's going to react and say, you know what, I'm just going to go straight to the rim. If you, if you know, if you think I'm going to drop it off, I'm just going to attack the rim until you attack me and then I'm going to drop it off again. And then enough, you can have all the film you want, but when guys have IQ, like these, For sure. these players with IQ, there's not much you can do to stop them. You just got to tape your hat off to guys like that. Facts, facts. For everybody that's watching, make sure you hit the like or dislike button. It really helps us out a lot, guys. Please, please hit that like or dislike right now. Let's talk about Harrison Barnes real fast. 37 minutes, 7 to 10 from the field, 3 of 4 from the three-point line, 5 assists. 20 points, bro. This guy is just a class act, a professional. He's a professional scorer. He does it in a methodical, slow way, but he does it in a very efficient way. This dude is a beast. He's earning every penny. I feel like I'm saying that every single game because he's been so, so consistent for the Kings this season. Facts. And I don't know if he's playing for another team. He's you know auditioning for other teams or he's just had the best offseason of his life. But he's been my favorite player this season. Yeah. Let's take let's take the call, man. Let's take the call from Javier. Welcome to the show. So you need to press one to take this call. Press one. Hello, Javier. Hello, how are you doing today? What's up, bro? How are you doing? All right. So, you know, I've been really taking a deep dive into your film breakdowns and this is a silver lining that I see that we need to all be a collective group understanding is we don't have Halliburton if we have Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic obviously is nothing even in the same category as Tyrese Halliburton, but hey, we still have Halliburton. It looks like a gem that we got at 12. Um, I just really want to give this, not a shout out, but just hey, like, a lot of these players in this roster just to be here, like the core. And I'm not saying he's making stretch everything because he did, but you see, like, you see his vision. Now, we don't know if it's going to work under McNair, but I mean, a lot of the main cogs here were Divock's decisions. And I feel like he did realize he might have made a mistake in AP because you look at Levine tonight, he did offer Levine a match with Chicago match. I mean, Levine was a king, I thought. Granted, Buddy, he'll probably want to be here, and Bogdanovich should probably still be here, come off the bench. Or he more or less would have found a way to make them all work because I know he says, you know, he matched or he had the offer match, but I mean, Levine's a, is a killer, and I see like you know that that's the one thing that I, I just feel like it's gonna kill like kill us if if the gets turned like tonight. Right now we beat the, we beat the Bulls without him. Mm-hmm. We get this team and and they have great effort, but it's like the Bogdanovich w- would help us in regards to perimeter shooting. I know I, I have like a, a Debbie horse. But, I mean, Marvin Bauer, you said, I hope he doesn't get too, you know, uh, not confident. But, you know, that's not his game. It's, you know, Bagley's father saying, oh, trade. Don't, don't forget, we won in 77 here. But I just really hope that they, if we are at 20 and 15, 35 games through, McNair pulled the trigger. And, and my last point I want to make is that I, I sat there, I've probably just been over um, you know, overthinking the Bogdanovich thing. But I think McNair's reason behind this is that, they have an eighteen million dollar cap hit with Bogdanovich's extension. And granted, you look at it now, 
he's a better player than Buddy, which is why we prefer to have Bogdanovich. In my opinion, be cheaper at a premium of varsity. Bogdanovich contract offer versus Buddy. Buddy's a shooter, not a playmaker. But if they can acquire a, a, a shooter or a playmaker at the deadline or even in June, I think that would only be contingent on Bogdanovich um, not being on his roster. Now, granted, the asset is lost. Even Judah looks like a nice player that we lost out on because of the Knicks of you know what Atlanta did, but. I just hope McNair uses that salary cap slot to go to a playmaker like he did. Dodgers would be that playmaker. Bogdanovich was that playmaker we had. And that was a, that was a lot of decision that he would have kept to still here. Next year. But, you know, I just hope that we find somebody off the street. So really, if Fox is not out of there, or if he gets injured like Uncle Wood with an ashy strength, we got to have some perimeter shooting, and we got to have somebody else outside of Halliburton. He's either 19, 20, 21, 20 year old. It's nice, but it's early. Gotta have somebody have to the thirties. It just that mean I probably just overanalyze it, but we, we gotta have another shooter. Look at Bogdanovich now; he's having forty percent for three, forty percent overall. Focus the game with Atlanta. I mean, Buddy's hit or miss, and you gotta take it. But we just—I have to wonder your thoughts on that because we're four four. I mean, where are we gonna be at the twenty games? Are we gonna be fourteen and fourteen? Or are we gonna be eight and eighteen? You know, I just wanted you guys' thoughts on that. And, Appreciate your time All right, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you, Javier. A lot to unpack there. A lot to unpack. Lots of good points. And just to clarify some things on when I said Luca and De'Aaron would have made it work from a playmaking standpoint because they said, oh, well, he wants the ball. He's a playmaker. Fox is a playmaker. He needs the ball. Tyrese is debunking that false narrative offensively. Now, defensively, Tyrese is a hell of an upgrade over Luka. I mean, this dude is insane. Honestly, I think he's better. Def- he's been better defensively. He's just been so good. He gets his hands like on. He just predicts. I don't know how much 2K he plays, but he just predicts. He just anticipates almost every play. He's a hooper, bro. He like just- today, today that block he got on on White. Or was it on Levine? It was on White, I think. It was on Kobe White. It was insane. The fact that he got that. I thought they were going to call a foul, honestly. But, hey, shout out to those refs not calling them foul and showing people that defense is still allowed in the NBA. But to his point on the silver lining of not getting Tyrese, you don't know what would have happened, right? Like, right now, if the Kings are a 51 team, nobody would be talking about Tyrese and, and no disrespect to him. But, you know, we, we all know it. It would have worked. And Tyrese is, is showing that it could have worked. And the roster could have been a little bit differently. I understand what he said about Bogdan Bogdanovich. They could have kept him and potentially traded Kojo and gotten rid of that. Because the way Doug Christie and and, and and everybody else, Grant Napier and everybody else talks about Kojo, it seems like he's a hell of a basketball player. So if he's a hell of a basketball player, it's going to be too hard to find a team for him, right? Who's going <laughs> to pay him $13 million a year. So again... I just find it funny that when they praise him and they say, oh, he, he does all these great things, but when he does a lot of bad things, which is more bad than good, they don't like to point that out. And I get it. I mean, it's a it's a Kings telecast. But we have to be objective about this. He hasn't had a good year this year. He Kojo didn't have a good, good year last year. So to his point about Bogdan being better than Buddy, I mean, they're different players. They both worked together. And if Bogey was here. I sound like a broken record, but rather than Kojo, we could have had a great four-guard lineup. And 
again, that was what it was. A playmaker who can shoot. Hint, hint. That's exactly what they did. Now they're in quest to find that guy. And that was our – go back to our podcast. And I was like, if Darren Fox comes out killing, what what are we going to say? Man, I wish I had a guy like Bogdan. And that's exactly what we're saying right now. I wish I had a guy like Bogdan. Play tomorrow, bro. Literally. Find that clip and play tomorrow because we literally said that. You're on you're – on, broken record, bro. <laughs> it's a broken record. Now we got to find guys like Cody Martin, Kayla Martin, you know, guys like that. Maybe a guy like uh, – oh, man, I'm stepping on names. But the guy from the Raptors who I like. Uh, Powell? Powell. Norman Powell. Guys like Norman Powell who are getting man money. He, you know, he's like a Marcus Smart type player who's going to get – I mean, I'd rather pay him $13 million a year. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I'll pay him $16 million. Again, $18 million wasn't a big deal for Bogey. On the fact that he is a great teammate and just a consummate professional, who knows how he could have performed with this new injection of life that Halliburton has given the Kings. I think it would have been a nice one-two punch, one, punch between those two guys off the bench. Like, that would have been real nice. And I know people are... People keep saying Halley's going to start. Halley's going to start if Fox doesn't play. I love the fact that he's coming off the bench because he's solidifying that second unit. The thing is, the big distinction is here. He needs to play starter minutes, not necessarily starts. Because if he starts, the cohesion that he's building with these guys is going to go away. And I don't know about y'all. I don't trust Kojo to lead that second unit. I don't. I'm sorry. No, sir. You're on. You're right on, bro. He's and like you've said, I've said. Next off season or in trade, you're looking for a guy who can play make, who can replace, you know, or be that guy, that other guy who can play make. Um, that's what that's what you're looking for, man. And you had him. You let him walk. Yeah. Because you don't want to tie your money. You know, you want you don't want to. You couldn't move assets later, or you couldn't move Bogdan later. Literally, uh, literally okay, could have done that. Okay, okay. You let him walk. Now you're looking for someone else, and you're looking for someone else on a deal that you can afford. So you know, to be continued. Yeah. Sure. What what can they afford? Is it thirteen million dollars? Like, was that their cap? I mean, it's crazy because good, good players don't come around every single day. Yeah. So and again. I and right now Dante DiVincenzo is shooting fifty five percent from three. He's having a hell of a year, averaging twelve points a game. I think you know from a secondary third, you know playmaker type role, he would have been nice, better than having nothing. Obviously now looking back at it, you know he's another guy that you know he could have been a much a much better upgrade over Kojo. Let's be honest. And the NBA screwed them. Well, the NBA screwed the Bucks, but, you know, and the Kings are a bystander to that. Yeah, facts. So, um, <sighs> Tyrese is a far better natural point guard than Fox. Bass Brahim, he just hates Fox. So, I'm, I'm not even going to go there with him. Yeah. Uh, Halliburton's one of the smartest rookies the Kings have ever seen. He's one of the smartest players in the league already. Let's just take away the rookie aspect of it. He's one of the smartest players in the game already. This dude is really smart. His IQ is off the charts. Halliburton is going to contribute to a championship teams in the future. And I hope he's in Sacramento, by the way. 
and uh, Tyrese Halliburton is gold. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's there's a lot of positivity with Tyrese, and he deserves every single bit of it because this dude is legit. Mm-hmm. And you know, the Kings got lucky. He fell to them. And I was talking to my boy from the Pistons today. He literally said this, which I was like, "Oh my gosh, Tyrese's agent didn't want the didn't want the Pistons to to draft him. Legitimately, did not let him interview him. So I was like, "Wow, I didn't know that." I didn't know that. And to me, it's like, there is there some truth to the idea of whatever connection he, he had with Monte McNair was like, it's insane to me, right? Because you think about it, the Spurs could have drafted him, right? And I know they have an abundance of guards, but still, you can't ever drop too many good players. The Suns, oh my God, that he would have been just the missing piece of them being a top four seed. Like, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Tyrese, that would have been silly. But they drafted a dude who, honestly, I don't love. And I didn't understand. I was like, for sure going there at 10. Didn't go there. And I was like, oh, my gosh. They went went with Vassell, which is not a bad option, which I like too. But, my gosh, just that's crazy because he could have gone to the Pistons and the Pistons could have been, you know, Bomb right now. But Killing Hayes got hurt. He's out for like, I don't know, one, two months. Killing Hayes has been the sharpest. My boy also said that Coach Casey hasn't used him the best. He's using him off ball, which, again, Tyrese is actually good off of ball and on ball, which is a huge, which is insane. So, again, man, I'm not saying he, well, I am saying he's better than Killing Hayes, but yes, yes, I was yes. I I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was hella high on Killing Hayes, but again, is it how his coach is using him? And I was like, there's no way he he falls. I was like, there's no way Tyrese falls, and Tyrese fell. Blessing in disguise, man. Blessing in disguise. Why? Because the Kings don't tank. Because the Kings don't tank, y'all. Because the Kings don't tank. Only tanking going on is the fish tanks behind me, which is three of them. I'm going to keep saying that, bro. That's going to be a broken record. Put it on the shirt, bro. Uh, I already did. <laughs> Tyrese's IQ is insane. One play, he saw that Buddy was going to get stripped like two two or three seconds before it happened. This was when Buddy was in the paint, and Tyrese made sure he was in there. I do remember that play. Uh, that was crazy, though. Like, And again, on that play, though, bro, that was the exact play where I believe Bagley, yeah, th- that was a Bagley play where he didn't set a good screen and Buddy was pissed. So he kind of like still forced it in and heads up play, as you said, by Tyrese to go in there and just tip it into where I, he tipped it in or Bagley got the offensive rebound too. But see, Bagley just he just doesn't roll with like with a purpose, man. He's got he's got he's got work to do, man. He's got work to do. Any other thing you want to talk about today? No, bro. I think we hit a lot of good spot, a lot of good points. Um, you know, I'm gonna look back at this podcast and advise. Definitely, myself. definitely after the part where we played Luke Soundbite. I think that's a you know IGTV video or a quick yeah. clip video about you talking about it because I thought I was key. Maybe combining that with the question um, and just the footage, right where. We saw good stuff in the first half, and then they yeah. kind of went away from it in the second half. I think we we both think that he shouldn't have gone away from blitzing them because, again, make Otto Porter Jr. beat you. Make the other guys beat you. And White had 30, 
uh, 36 points. So, like, like for coaches, rotation wise, do you like do they ever talk about okay, if we're gonna rotate, do we want a specific guy open and like we want the pass to end up in this guy's hand? Like, does that ever cross your mind? Like, as a coaching, like, can you coach that to say when we rotate, when we blitz, everyone leave this guy open, which is Porter, right? Mm. Everyone guard. Put man, everyone else guard someone, rotate and guard someone. It's happened before, for sure. It's happened yeah. before. Yeah, so I kind of like kind of like when teams leave Andre Roberson right with the Thunder yeah. when they when they had a they're like, well, damn, they got Russ, KD, Ibaka, Harden, like the the Bulls. Guess who they were leaving? Marvin Bagley. Facts. Every time HB attacked the rim or got a, a down pin, they would send an extra guy. Who are they leaving? Marvin Bagley. So if teams do that, we can do that too. Someone said, "Not nah, Leo, don't speak poorly on Jalen Smith. Go Terps. That man is going to be something to remember this. I mean, no disrespect to Smith, but he ain't going to be Tyrese Halliburton, bro. <laughs> and right now the, the Suns are regretting not drafting Tyrese Halliburton. I promise you that. Just like they regret not drafting Luka over Aiden. I promise you that too. Someone, so yeah, man, we we appreciate all the comments. We appreciate all the love. We posted so much today. Shout out to Corey for making all the graphics while we were preparing for the show. And uh, yeah, we thank you guys so much. Any, any final words, you man, before we end this pod? Um, thank you guys. Thank the everyone for watching. Um, Leo, we had a good talk. Corey for hustling. On to the next one, man. We got we got a big game versus the Raptors. That's right, man. Y'all can uh, relax tonight. 128-124 Kings win. I love it. And I'm sure lots of you guys love it as well. Again, shout out to Valley Tire Center for always being a huge supporter of the Cowbell Kingdom platform. Again, if y'all want to call them and get, on, get in on these deals, make sure it's 530-666-9601. Tell them that Cowbell Kingdom sent you guys. So that's going to do it, y'all. Make sure y'all leave and drop a review on iTunes if you have an iPhone. That helps us out a lot. This will be available via audio very, very soon on all platforms. Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. So if you want to re-listen to it and not waste your battery and just you know have your phone off and just listen to the audio experience, make sure you do that as well. Thank you guys so much on behalf of the entire CK family. We see you guys on the next one. Peace.